We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I think we were still, I mean, three-point lead going into the fourth. We got it down to one. Um, Settled for some tough shots. You know, could have attacked like we did in third, especially on some cross matches. Felt we settled for some threes or turned turned the ball over. Like, pretty much that simple. Um, You know, 18 on the night for 24 points, and I think some came in that crucial stretch uh, where we either settled or, or just, you know, didn't get a shot off at all. Turn it up, Matt. Turn it up. Celtics on the front of the damn bus on a highway to hell. Second hour of late night here on WEEI. Turn it up. because I, 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 At least it gives you energy when you know that you're turning. The Celtics are way to hell. What a way to go down to the Hawks who are trying to unload people. Second hour of late night here on WEEI. 617-779-7937, the Harbor One Hotline, text line 37937. We will get to some of your blizzard go-to dishes, crockpot style, stove style. Some of you might be chopping up the onions and the peppers and the and just ready to put together the big stew. What do you do? That's still to come. The Hawks, 108-92 over the Celtics, and it's like, Two steps forward, three steps back with this team. Tatum, five for 17 from the field. Two for eight for three. Again, if, you, if, you, if you've said over the last couple of nights that, hey, you've learned a couple of things about, you know, maybe understanding the importance of getting to the hole and getting fouls and making free throws, then why are you shooting 19% from three again? Jalen Brown, two for nine from three. But there's Robert Williams. Even though Robert Williams has a, a had a negative 17 tonight, he's efficient. Ten rebounds, 11 points, three for five from the field, five for five from the free throw line. Why is this guy not being integrated more? But you know why that is? <laughs> the reason why is because this. If you're someone like Robert Williams, you came into the league known for your defense, your energy, your hustle plays. They're not really designing plays for you. But if you start laying out some stuff like, well, if I'm going three for five, what could I do if I got 10 shots in a game? What if I went seven for 10 in a game? 
you know it wouldn't be a three-point shot. I mean, just look at it this way. So let's say two of the shots that Tatum didn't take for three, you turn those over. So Tatum goes two for six for three. You give those two shots over to Robert Williams. And so because the guy shoots 75% from the field, we'll give him both of those shots. So now he's five for seven. And then let's say you take the, let's say the the two for nine that Jay that Jay you take three of those shots away and you and you say okay Robert Williams makes two out of those three. Well, guess what? He goes seven for ten, seven for nine. Guess what? That is seven. That's fourteen. 15 more points, 14 more points possible. So you're not looking at maybe getting 14 points plus another five. So that's 19 points. That's eight points. That's still not enough for a win. That's how embarrassing this is. You know, the bench, I mean, at, at this point, you're like, do you have a bench? Coming up on the trade deadline, you're like, there is nothing you can give away. And the way things are going around the league, it's like even the Kings are picky now. They're not taking Ben Simmons. They're like, the cost was too much. Well, clearly the Celtics don't have anything in the cupboard that's not worth that much that you want to give up at this point. You know, Marcus Smart... His name has been bandied about, and again, I've said this since maybe the start of the season when the season started the way that it looked like tonight. Marcus Smart is going to have more value as you get later into the season, especially to the Western Conference. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see Marcus Smart go to the Golden State Warriors. I could see that. We need someone who's going to defend John Morant, who get in his body. We've got Chris Paul to deal with, and we don't exactly, and plus, we don't want to put a whole lot of burden on Clay Thompson, who's an excellent defender. But he is just coming off of a major knee surgery. Who would the Celtics even target from Golden State? Anybody coming back off that bench would be better anything than anything that's here. Anything. Because it's, not, it's going to be rebuild. They're not going to send you Andrew Wiggins back for Grant Williams and All-star Andrew Wiggins. That is, that's my point. There's nothing that is on this Celtics roster outside of the two Jays and Robert Williams that anybody's on the phone calling about. The only person people would call about would be to try and eliminate salary and chip salary away with Al Horford's contract, like a team that's really trying to clear cap space. But you know who's most likely trying to do that? A really bad team. You can't punch up. The Celtics can't punch up in this situation. There's just, there's, tonight was another reaffirmation. Again, I banked everything on this season of them having an, an unbelievable month. It would get the attention of others. It would say, okay, yeah, this guy that we got sitting here on our roster, we'll take one of those guys that are kind of, you know, starting to fire things up. You know, at one point, Grant Williams could have been an attractive piece. Oh, for 4 and 23 minutes? <laughs> Why would we bring that here? Intelligent guy, don't get me wrong, but for 23 minutes and you're 0 for 4. That's literally half the game taking two shots a half and making none of them. Yeah, show me the team that's signing up for that in return. Now, back to Marcus Smart. Because his number is $18 million, 
you're not going to get a $25 million player back unless you're saying, we'll give you like Marcus Smart and like Josh Richardson for like Andrew Wiggins. But again, Andrew Wiggins is a key pro- proponent, is a key piece to what they're doing in Golden State. Nobody in the East is going to help you. I mean, the Hawks are talking about moving, uh, what's the guy's name? John Collins? John Collins, that's it, who I thought would be perfect here. I thought that was someone, well, last year would have been tough because they made that run. Then I said maybe at the beginning of the year, maybe you make a run at John Collins quicker, so that way Rob Williams can still continue to be a center, and now you can have a true stretch four instead of trying to tell me every night that Jason Tatum is the starting power forward. Huh? Jason's a three. Jalen's really a three as well. They're stretch guys. But if you're trying to tell me that this is this is my starting power forward, uh, give me somebody else. If you're going to take all those threes, I don't need my four to do that. It's like gears in a car, right? You can only go so fast shooting threes. Put it in fourth gear, okay, you can do some things. And what do you know? When Jason has been playing like a four going to the hole, he gets to the free throw line. And he makes that. That's what's so mind-boggling to me. You can shoot 100% from the free throw line. Why would you not continue to do that? So back to how do you move players in and out here. Uh, here is Scalabrini uh, recently here on, uh, I think it was on MNF, where he's talking about, look, don't expect the cavalry to come being sent back this way over, you know, Lilliputians. So I think you're not going to get an all-star for anybody outside of Tatum and Brown. So, like, if you're thinking we're going to add a third all-star to this mix, you're not doing that with the rest of the supporting cast. But I do look at it like there might be guys out there that fit better with the Celtics, like that fit better with Brown and Tatum. Forget, like, take away best player. What I think more importantly when you're looking at Tatum and Brown is best fit. I don't see the Celtics moving Smart and Pritchard and all those guys and getting Bradley Beal. I don't see that happening, but I do think that there could be like some shifting going on and you're looking at finding a better fit to how the Celtics play or how uh, Emei wants to play. I I, I think the best move is, and I said this even last year with uh, regarding Andre Drummond, is get somebody in there, another big body who can give you points if you decide to give him the ball 15 times to take 15 shots in that in a night, and he can do it, you know, sometimes you may have to turn that way. But also you're going to have to decide what 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 two-point offense are is the Celtics team going to play? Because we know what three-point offense you're playing, and right now it sucks. But what's the two-point offense? Pick and roll? High pick and roll? I mean, Robert Williams would be great to play that. Roll to the basket, get up in the air, foul, make free throws, or... And one. Maybe you run it off of two guys on high on, on pick and roll high low. Give more chances for Jalen and for Jason to get to the basket. Then you make then that's where you probably make Peyton Pritchard a lot more valuable. Because if you got two guys setting picks and someone's got to come off of that screen to defend, and it's most likely a mismatch, it's going to force the, the defense to collapse into the paint. Now, the next question would be, will they kick the ball out? At some point, you have to learn that. I mean, just show them a tape of Jordan passing to Steve Kerr or to John Paxton to win championships. Then maybe these guys will understand you're going to need to pass the ball to the open man. And if there's something Peyton Pritchard can hit, 
is a wide open shot, but that's only happening when defense is collapsing. You can't have a six foot one guy out there with his six foot five man still in his face as someone else on the other side of the arc is shooting a three. 617-779-7937. The text line is 37937. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Coming up, let's talk some more playoffs. We'll talk about the big stories that are coming out tonight. Josh McDaniels could be on his way to Vegas. It seems even more so now than ever before. Plus the big one with Tom Brady, uh, according to sources, we'll talk about that here uh, in the next few days, is going to call it a career. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Matt, let's trend. Gresham Keith, weekdays 10 to 2. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. Just as KJ said there, breaking tonight, Jason Lockenfora of CBS Sports reporting that sources close to Tom Brady say he is planning to retire, and they anticipate the announcement to come in the next few days. And in the NBA, as we also just talked about, the Celtics dropped another one to the Atlanta Hawks. That one, 108 10 92. And for the Celtics, Jason Tatum with 20 points on just 5 of 17 shooting. Jalen Brown, 26 points, but still a minus 9. Really nobody on the Celtics was in the positives tonight, except for Romeo Langford in 17 minutes. He was 1 for 3. Not really a consolation prize there. Yeah, that, yeah trade bait right there. Yeah. Get out big, of my big face. bench, Big bench value from Romeo Langford <sighs> on the ice. The Bruins currently up 2-1 to one over the Arizona Coyotes out in Arizona. Charlie McAvoy and Eric Howlow with scores. McAvoy also just uh, got out of a fight with Antoine Roussel. I can't say that he won that one. He kind of got hit on the button, went down. <laughs> they got up, started chirping. He looks okay, but he definitely didn't win that fight. So they're hey, come up on, two let's, to we, one. We all know the, the the Bruins are nothing but a finessers, and that's why so many teams get in their face. Yeah, you, you have McAvoy out there. He's like six foot, stocky young kid, and he's the one that's your enforcer, not not six foot five, Brandon Carlo. But that's another problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're they're up two to one with uh, about ten minutes left in the third period in the NFL. Fans and teams anticipating the conference championship weekend coming up, but a lot of head coaching and general manager vacancies. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Is the Giants got Daniel Jones, his third professional head coach. Brian Dable, formerly now the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. He had stops during his career in New England, Kansas City, New York, Miami, and Alabama. So well, well-seasoned coach moving into New York for Daniel Jones. Brian Flores was considered a frontrunner for this job. His last interview was with the Saints, so that could be where he ends up as Sean Payton just departed last week. Also news tonight out of Pittsburgh, reportedly Art Rooney II told GM, or saying GM Kevin Colbert will be stepping down after the 2022 draft, at which point a search for his replacement will begin. KJ speculating. Could be Mike Tomlin. Who knows? Why not? I mean, he's already in the building. Knows that franchise better than anybody, especially over the last uh, 20 or so years. Yeah. He had Big Ben as a security blanket since 2004, so it could be good to give the uh, entire franchise over to the guy that really has never wavered in those 20-plus uh, yep. 20, 20 years. That's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. More of WEEI Late Night with KJ coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now it's just some time to spend some time with my family and spend some time with, you know, my kids. And, uh, Hello. you know. Hi, Vivi. Take this. I can't hear you. He said, hi, Vivi. Hi. It's my little angel. You know, get some time with her and make... We had waffles together this morning, which is really nice. And you know what? I think as I've gotten older, I think the best part is, is football is extremely important in my life. And it means a lot to me. And I care a lot about what we're trying to accomplish as a team. And I care a lot about my teammates. And the biggest difference now that I'm older is I have kids now too, you know, and I care about them a lot as well. And, uh, you know, they've been my biggest supporters. My wife is my biggest supporter. You know, it pains her to see me get hit out there. And, um, you know, she deserves what she needs from me as a husband. And my kids deserve what they need from me as a dad. You know, I'm going to spend some time with them and give them what they need because they've really been giving me what I need the last six months to do what I love to do. And, you know, I said this a few years ago, it's, you know, it's a, it's what relationships are all about. It's not always what I want. It's what we want as a family. And, uh, you know, I'm going to spend a lot of time with them and, and then, uh, you know, figure out in the future what's what's next i don't know about you tom but i'm ready for the children's book that's that's how i'm I'm ready for the brady children's book kj late night here on weei the harbor one hotline is 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937 we'll get to some of your recipes de blizzard here shortly uh so the word came down per jason lacanfora We'll get to the Brit in a bit that in a little bit that uh, sources close to him and to Tom Brady are saying that uh, within the next several days, Tom Brady's going to announce his retirement. And I thought he would probably wait until the summer. But as this came down, I, the, the more I thought about it, it's like, you know, why, why have that distraction where he can immediately be dad? Just be dad. Go for ice cream. No, not here, but you know, go for ice cream. And this, and this, this, now all the different stuff that was said before about like, yeah, well, I love New England, but the weather and people huffed and puffed about that. But he's thinking about raising his kids, raising his kids. I don't know how that's a sticking point for some people. Well, because sports sometimes will have the fan believe that they literally have stock in you, like they literally have called a broker. And have put, like, invested. Now, you might, well, I bought tickets and everything like that. Yeah, but, you know, that also helped out with player personnel, right? You're not screwed about who the player personnel is or who brings the towels back and forth. It's only accurate if you're a Green Bay Packers owner. But even that, they only offer that, like, once every five years. (laughs) So, yeah, I I think I missed my window. I would have bought my father one of those if I'd known before the window had closed. He's a Packers fan. But it gives me a chance to laugh at him. But with Brady... You can just hear it in his voice there where he's talking uh, on, from Man in the Arena. And I think more is going to come out um, when they do that final 10th episode that they've held on to because there have just been so many signs. But I think w- what you hear in Brady's voice is, I've given my all to this game, and we all know his story, and we've all been there since day one. And 
now he's able to put that energy into something that he knows is going to pay him back unconditionally. You know, I think if there was one thing that the fan here in New England wanted to show Tom, that he is unconditionally loved. There's no there's no question about it. I, I can hear person bark say, Tom thinks it's all about him and everything else. It's like, you know, look, it, you, you don't you don't make fun of the wife that was faithful to you for 20 years and then they leave because, you, you know, you've been philandering. They're still a good person. They're not bad because they left. You just didn't provide the things that they wanted and they decided to walk off and leave. But I think as time goes on, I think especially him being able to have the game in Foxborough and and not it being the bloodbath that some people were thinking it was going to be as bad as the Patriots were looking at the time. I think even even good for Tom's psyche was that that game was competitive and it came down to the final it came down to a final kick to determine who was going to win. So I think, you know, a lot of those personal emotional football doors Tom is able to just say, you know, I wipe my hands. And I think there's probably even a part of Tom that says well, good for Bill and them. They got to the playoffs this year with the rookie, right? So now that's one less narrative that has to be pushed and manipulated in front of people and Tom versus Bill and where I always thought it was really Bill versus himself having to look in the mirror. Like, dude, you're the greatest coach in the world, but you got a lot of work to do as a GM. And what do you know? First time ever he gets, gets, a, gets an executive award, right? So it, things are moving forward. And I think in part of the moving forward narrative, it's important for Tom to know that he can move forward with his own household, that he that they don't have to worry about waking up to a sore dad who might might have to lay in bed a little longer or who has to get to practice or at one point having one of his coworkers living in the home at the same time. You know, so I even thought even the Antonio Brown situation was kind of a, a window into maybe Tom saying, you know what, I, I can't come back to this ins- insanity. And it could be why Bruce Arians suddenly seemed to just started acting out. He knows that, hey, I've had Tom for two years and won a championship because of this guy and, you know, and, and made a decent playoff run. You wish you would have gone further, but even what you did last year, going on the road and winning, beating Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and I forgot who the other one they beat. Oh, I can't remember who it was. But to beat two Hall of Famers on the way to a Super Bowl last year, you've gotten your money's worth out of Tom Brady there in Tampa. If you sat there and told me that, hey, did they get their $50 million out of Tom Brady? There's somebody in Dallas tapping you on the shoulder saying, our $50 million guy can't even hand the ball to the referee so we could stop the clock. And Tom's already delivered you a Super Bowl. That's why it's so crazy when he hit free agency, how few teams seemed interested. Well, because they knew that probably in Tom's mind, he would he would only sign a two-year deal. And these teams probably needed more, right? Like, But what more do you need than win now? You're t- like you just mentioned, the Dallas Cowboys, they've been you, trying for so long now. And yeah, they just but, can't seem to get it right if but, you have the but, opportunity. But the Cowboys are about control. You're Tom Brady. You're not going to go to the Cowboys and have Jerry Jones or, or Jerry Christ Superstar. You're not going to just kind of push Tom Brady around uh, and and say things off the cuff just because you're the owner. Tom Brady was too intelligent to even walk into that Dallas situation. The San Francisco situation, it would have just seemed a lot more petty in terms of like, okay, is he doing this to get back at Jimmy G? And what if they don't win coming out, you know, 
do you really want to face Aaron Donald twice? <laughs> you know, uh, Seattle still had some semblance of a defense, at least that first year, last year, the previous year. So, you know, he made the right choice. He went to a con- he went to a division that already had two weak teams in it in Atlanta and and Carolina. So that that tells you you know who your you know you who your opponent is. And think about it. Even Tom and Tampa really couldn't beat New Orleans. He just only beat them when it mattered. He, he, he wasn't beating them up during the regular season. So even that didn't matter. But moving forward and when you got the whole band to come back together, you're probably letting them know, don't sign one-year deal. Don't sign more than a year because I'm not going to be here again. Chris Godwin is probably going to go into free agency where he can get a gob of money, and it's going to be the Mike Evans show featuring Kyle Trask. <laughs> Who knows? And that's why Bruce Arians is probably acting out in front of all of us in real time, you know, firing Antonio Brown on the sidelines. Let's get off the Antonio Brown quit. You got fired on the sidelines, right? And then, you know, you smack a player in the helmet and you get fined 25K the next off of something the next week. You're just saying it's unraveling. And Tom says, you know what? I got kids. Like like you said in the bit, I got to make waffles for my kids the other day. That may sound very simple to you and I. I understand it. I, You know, I want, I, full disclosure, when I came back to Boston to do mornings for another station here in the market, you know, my family had stayed back in North Carolina. You know, thankfully they're here now. But, you know, I knew what it was like to 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 spend goodbyes in airports and seeing my child grow from a distance because I was putting in work for something that I believed in. And, you know, as a service, Tom Brady saw football as a service to people, to both, to both the brotherhood and to the towns, that, to, to New England, like that. Look, sports talk radio does not exist as we know it if there's no Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. You know what sports talk was before that? A bunch of guys talking about rotisserie leagues in their basement sounding like Dungeons and Dragons. And, Matt, I'm just telling you, this guy is going to be – he wants to write a children's book. It's going to be a bestseller. Oh, I believe it. Look, look wants, I mean, I don't, ha- I don't have kids. Like you said, you, you have a perspective on it. Yes. I don't have kids. I'm in my mid-20s. But the way I look at it is compared to other athletes where Jason Tatum's going to have a high school-age kid when he's in his early 30s. That's a hard decision. Do I play for another five years, don't even see him go to college? It, it makes it a lot harder when you have the kids earlier in your career. But Tom has – he's got Ben and Vivi, and he's 44, and they're not even yeah. high school age. So he could yeah. call it a career after 20 years – the best career ever, and still be able to healthily observe his kids go through the most important time of their life. So it, 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 it's a lot different for him than it is other athletes. Yeah, KJ here late night on WEEI, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Uh, right now we're getting some pretty interesting dishes coming in. We'll get to those in about 15 minutes in terms of like what you prepare for this blizzard. That is, I mean, even if it misses a little, it's still going to be a lot. We'll get into that. But, I mean... You're absolutely right. Here's the thing, and even people say, well, mate, well, Brady would be perfect for the booth. And I'm thinking, yeah, Tom is not interested in being on the road every week, being in meetings with players and coaches and stuff like that. But I'll tell you what, I bet you Tom Brady will show up and make a guest appearance on a Nickelodeon broadcast and bring his kids and have them up there, and they're running around and having the time of their life at the game. That's the area that Tom Brady, I think, wants to next now be the GOAT. He wants to be the GOAT of home. Because right now he like he's no the 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 Mount Rushmore and the Brady household right now 
is all Giselle buses. All four of them. Giselle, 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 Giselle. Tom's like, I got to get a face up there. I mean, if she has two faces, that's cool. But I got to get at least one of my faces up here as dad. Because to be, I mean, think about it. You're married to one of the most beautiful women in the world whose job was to be a supermodel. And any supermodel will tell you that time is not on your side. So to have someone like that by your side who sacrificed who they were and what they've been to help support you, oh, I'm Tom Brady. I'm going home. I'm Who makes the better pancakes, huh? Let's put it up here on the board. Like, shift that competition. You know, who? watch how dad does his thing by putting his bacon in the oven and mom has been putting it on the stove and you guys tell me who's the better bacon maker because what that does is create unchangeable memories. Except, the same way he's done it on the field, he's going to do it at home. And God bless the guy. You're forgetting, KJ, though. What are those pancakes and bacon made of? Does it really matter who's making them when it's like tofu bacon? And Well, I mean, if, you know, depending on who's over at the house, you'd be like, hey, Alex, stop, stop putting that powder in my pancakes. This is kids' time, you know? Kids don't need TB12. They are of TB12, you know? Having a fistful like, of nuts for breakfast and, and yeah. like a piece of celery for lunch. No, 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 because this is where he's going to say, you know what? They've seen daddy while they're eating a meal at the table. Dad's got some type of shake and books in front of him. Or he's watching, you know, I mean, it's not like all the right moves, but he's got like a tablet in front of him and he's studying at the table and he's just super hyper focused on what's coming. He gets to put that stuff down. He says, yeah, put extra butter and syrup on there. Why not? Just make sure you drink a lot of water with it, Tom, when you're home. Because, yeah, I mean, he's not going to turn around and eat the junk food stuff. But at the same time, he gets to do these things with his kids. Like I said, you know, when I watched the Nickelodeon broadcast of the 49ers Dallas game, I said, you know what? The NFL has figured out how to get these kids going. You don't believe they're not saying, hey, Tom, why don't you and the kids stop by for like three games a season? Pick where you want to go. We'll do a game in New England just so you can come back up and we'll do the new. We'll, 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 we'll talk to the, have the kids talk to you. Your kids sit next to you. And I bet you more people watch that broadcast of the game than they would watch the real-time broadcast. Oh, especially if Gumbel's doing it too. <laughs> He passed it to John Hanna. You can't even you couldn't even pass it to John Hanna. We talk about Gumble. But that I mean, I am so happy for Tom. If if there's an area I can fully relate is when you can now have the ability to fully engulf yourself with your family, with the people who love you unconditionally. Uh, you know, like he was saying in the just he's just saying, like it, his wife is it's really hard for her to see him take hits because she knows, and what I've been thinking. The longer he's in there, the worse this story can physically get. I think, you know, when I talked about this maybe about an hour or so ago, I said, you know, you would rather see Tom Brady go out in almost making another amazing comeback than to go down with an injury and say, well, wow, like, gosh, you hate for him to go out that way. Because the way those players, the way they think, I, I, I happen to know a couple of them who performed at a very high level. They, they come from a, 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 usually from a situation of where they remember by name the people who told them no in the beginning and just talk about how they just showed all of those people. And when the movie ended, they wanted to show like they're the horse. They're the one on the horse riding out on the sunset, not someone else dictating that. So the one person I know who did that then decided to go back and play and become an owner. I'm like, oh, dude, you should have just stuck to that 
that, that move on, on Brian Russell. I digress. But Tom Brady, if he does announce within the next few days, that shows you how quick he is to get to get to being the GOAT at home. And deservedly so. His family deserves it so much. Do you have that Aaron Rodgers cut nearby? Because I want to I want to show a contrast. If you have that Aaron Rodgers cut at him after the game last Sunday, kind of mulling over what it looks like in the future and what he's going to do later. If you have that nearby, Matt, just let me know when you do. Yeah, I'll that. look for it right now. That's a good Okay. Point. Because there's the other side of a guy who you can kind of see operates in a field of loneliness, Aaron Rodgers. That, okay, yeah, if I play again next year, I either I might want to trade, I might retire, you know, but I'm going to let them know before free agency starts. Where Aaron Rodgers, if he retired today, no one would say, oh, you had a horrible career. Sometimes when there's nothing at home, all you do is chase work. All you do is chase work. I mean, do you... I mean, Aaron Rodgers will be that person that once football is over is probably going to be trying to angle for a job doing football. It's his life. I get it. But the stories have told you. The things that matter the most in this world, when it's a circling around Aaron Rodgers... Haven't really gotten the best marks. He said, here's Aaron Rodgers after the loss to the 49ers. You know, there are a lot of decisions to be made and, you know, key players, a lot of guys who played the night, you know, Brad Z coming back, Whitney coming back from a torn bicep. It's incredible. You know, the contributions we got from Dennis Kelly were, were outstanding. Obviously, Devontae is the best receiver in the league and his, you know, he's, uh, you know, free agent, although they could obviously tag him. Alan Lazard, Robert Tunyon, um, you know, so many guys' contracts are, are up or on the brink or salary cap stuff. So a lot of decisions to be made. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild uh, if, you know, if I'm going to keep playing. So uh, a lot of decisions, you know, in the next couple of months. How, how the contrast, the contrast, as painful as it was to see Tom leave New England, he wasn't like, you know, I don't want to be here for the re- rebuild. He was under contract. He played through his contract. Aaron Rodgers still has two years left on his deal with, with the Packers and is telling them, I want out of here. That's because that's a lonely man. Let's just call it what it is. And so here you hear from Tom Brady say, I have children. I have people who unconditionally love me. I have an incredible wife. I have things in this world that matter. I, I'm a big, I'm a big Napoleon Hill, Andrew Carnegie guy. Like I really like, like the law of attraction stuff. And what you start to learn, especially if you're in some type of field of entertainment or show, because that's what football is. That's what sports sports is entertainment. Just that you know, it has to be on the legitimate up and up, so you can't fake it. It's not like wrestling. But even that is a form of entertainment that can go anytime. And if you don't have that balance, you could be there saying, you know, like, look, I don't want to be part of a rebuild. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild. 
and yet you forget the fact that you're blessed to play the game and that your first ballot Hall of Famer, you have won a Super Bowl. So I could see if Aaron Rodgers was like, look, I want a Super Bowl before I get out of here. He's pretty much just saying, no, I just want to get out of here. Do you because think he, he sees Brady retire and he gets jealous? Oh, there's so many things he gets jealous of. I don't even think he's super happy that Patrick Mahomes has State Farm commercials as quick as he does. <laughs> you know, and I don't, there, there's nothing, I'm saying that from an entertainment perspective. I probably should clarify that. But my point being with that is he's thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, this guy just wins a championship yesterday and he's getting the commercials. And well, But my thing is, and I said this to some friends of mine, I said, they were wondering like, well, why isn't Aaron, why isn't Tom Brady getting the blowback the same way that Aaron Rodgers is? I said, because Aaron Rodgers' bus seems to stop at the same spot every year. Like the bus doesn't move. Like, okay, yeah, let's, uh, I can wake up and say, oh, the Packers are going to have the best, they're going to have the best record in the NFC, they'll have a week off and then lose the following week. Like, it's like clockwork. And Aaron Rodgers has been there the whole time. And so, you know, like here you're saying, well, I don't want to be part of a rebuild. Well, if I'm Green Bay, I was like, I don't want to be part of some guy who still has $79 million left on their contract for the next two years who can't get the bus. He can't get the bus from Brighton to Watertown. <laughs> you know, just take Arsenal. Get, get, get on Arsenal Street. Go that way. He's done it once. And it wasn't very far off of the years after Brett Favre had done it. And so I've always said that, you know, part of Aaron Rodgers' issue is because he grew up in kind of a, how was the word I'm looking for? A dysfunctional environment with the Green Bay Packers coming in. They sat on the bench for three years. Like, could you imagine this version of Aaron Rodgers having to wait three years for something? He's done it before, but he had no... He had no cash. He had no cachet in this. He had no skin when you'd never been in a game. And now here with two years left, and after everything you put the franchise through earlier in the, at the beginning of the season, you kind of threw your coaching staff under the bus. Denver is now playing a dangerous dancing game like, hey, if we go get his offensive coordinator, you think he'd come to Denver? Man, no. No. I think perfect what would be Aaron for Aaron Rodgers would be Nashville. You know, the lifestyle there kind of fits Aaron Rodgers' attitude. It, it kind of does fit it a little bit. They will fully embrace him. It's a big music city. Some of his personal beliefs are are kind of in line with, you know, he wouldn't be a man on an island in that area in some of his thoughts. And he can steal the number 12. You know, Derrick Henry has two years remaining on his deal. A.J. Brown is on the last, come up on the last year of his rookie deal. You can make a decision of you want to keep Julio Brown, you can cut him and save $10 million. Now you're like, well, how do you get him there? Well, there's only $5 million difference between the two years remaining on Aaron's contract and the two years remaining on Tannehill's contract. You don't think Green Bay will be fine with happy-go-lucky Tannehill up there for a couple years? Recontrol the narrative, not feel like they're held hostage? Tannehill's not holding anybody hostage. He's probably ready to get out of Nashville. Like, man, in a town that drinks, I don't know if I want to serve drinks to me. All right. We'll wrap it up here late night on WEEI. Get some more insight into this weather that's coming. Hang out, and thank you for hanging out. Twenty-four plus is where we're at around the Boston area. Eighteen to twenty-four when you get northwest along four ninety-five. Twelve to eighteen. 
outside of Worcester. One to two feet of snow with locally higher amounts expected over two feet in bands that set up here across easternmost Massachusetts. And the snow is going to blow around with the really strong winds and it's going to be fluffy and very difficult to measure. But the main events right in here, 18 to 24 inches, that's a foot and a half to two feet of snow expected. And there'll be places where those bands set up. We're going to be watching for that. That's when that plus comes into play. Two to maybe even three feet of snow. It's happened before with some of these blizzards that we've had in the past. So we're going to be watching for that. Take Boston, for example, about 18 to 24 inches is the best forecast that we have right now. Those wind gusts could be as high as 70 miles per hour. So power outages are going to be a very big concern there. Oh, boy. Late night, KJ here on WEEI. I play a little Grateful Dead because that's how your back's going to feel from shoveling all the snow. Oh, gosh. Please make sure you take all precautions to be safe. I, We get it right here. Let's just be honest. It's just not going to be a whole lot of fun. <sighs> be a lot of bonding, though. And you will be seeing a lot of class. A lot of classism going. Your <laughs> next door neighbor's, that's the snowblower, and you're like, Just look over and like, I hate him. <laughs> you don't hate him. You're like, you're like, you come over here, man. That's when you start looking for the people with the bobcat and the kabotas, right? <laughs> Those are the, the heroes of the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly, man. It's all, oh, gosh. I remember in 17 where we kind of dodged the 24, 24-inch bullet where the winds got up to about 70. And what it did was like kind of bend the snow, dried it out. So it was like everything was like a hard 8 to 12 versus like 24 stacked. And I remember a guy had a bobcat. He was just like, that's your car right there? I was like, yeah. He was just like, hey, back off. Let me psh, clear a spot for you. Clear the spot for me. Went right into the little gate. Stuck a little five-piece right in between the little you know, the little mesh gate. He's just like, oh, no, don't worry. I said, no, bro, trust me. My back, w- this is worth the price of just my back not being bent over. Feeling like I need every Advil in the world. Just be safe. That's the best thing you can do. It's going to be an all-day event. We'll be here. Um, it'll be a skeleton crew. I think they're probably trying to figure out, like, who's going to do what and where over the weekend. Um, but really, the advice is, like, don't even try and move towards anything until, like, Sunday. Like, just stay put. They're saying it's going to be so much that the plows are even going, won't even be able to keep up. Man. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I appreciate whether you're here for 12, 15, 16 minutes during the course of the show. We talked about you know, story about Tom Brady potentially in the next few days going to say he's calling it quits uh, or Josh McDaniels, how I really think he should not only walk and take that Vegas job, he should run and go take it because you just don't know what the changing winds at the Patriots involve. However, it is a Belichick and it may not name Bill. It, it could be Steve who's in line for everything. You just don't know. The Celtics just absolutely laid another egg tonight, but you know what? Sell, sell. I mean, the Rock. I mean, the, the the Hawks who beat him tonight are literally trying to sell off everything not named Trey Young, and you just help them out tonight. Like, hey, I just put a little more value to this guy. But man, so about the snow, it's been an interesting start to the Michelle Wu campaign in Boston, and this is her uh, chief of staff discussing. The snow plans where it gets interesting. Check this out. It's uh, about snow clearing and if the concept of snow clearing can be sexist. And the answer is yes, wholeheartedly. Huh? 
Huh? Huh. What? Now, so I'm going to go with the bit here and say, okay, maybe alphabetically could you be kind of like alphabetically biased? Like, let's just say someone believes the street. Like, would you plow Arsenal Street before you would Beacon? Think about it. Or, or does Commonwealth get plowed before Beacon or Arsenal? Or what about Ipswich Street? Now, like that, that to me, Ipswich Street would make a real case of why you need to plow it first because it would be so tempting to dump all that snow on that back curve. And God forbid, like you, you're stuck back there. You're like, you know what? Just go ahead and hop the fence and walk along the train track. They're, they're not even running trains. I, that's the bias. How sexist? That's interesting. You know, you know why you know where it could be sexist? Because if if snow is nothing but H2O, then why does the H get two and the O only get one? <laughs> it's amazing what people will come up with. Can can snow removal be sexist? <laughs> yes, what are we gonna wholeheartedly. Say? Oh God. Oh, like, no, no, it, it might be chivalrous. Like, yeah, my wife, who's all of five, three and weighs maybe 120. Yeah, we're going to do this equality thing. I'm shoveling 30 and you're shoveling 30. And you know what she's doing? She's calling the best divorce lawyer in the Commonwealth in two weeks because I don't love her. I, I was sexist in me and I was being too equalitative by making her shovel just as much as I shoveled. So please be safe. Stand by. I might be here Sunday morning for KJ and Don Darrow. We shall see. So hang by, W-E-E-I. We will be here. Put it in your earphones. Listen on the Odyssey app. Uh, Again, we'll keep you up to date as as more of this Tom Brady stuff breaks. Have a great Friday night. Be safe tomorrow. And a jambalaya is something I did not think of to put in the crock pot. Matt, thank you so much. Have a great night and be safe too, my man. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.